ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome in. It's the Thursday, August 25th edition. Your drive begins now here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We are a day away from the start of high school football across the state of West Virginia. We've got a few select games coming up tonight, including the game we're going to be talking about a little bit later on. Chris Tatum's going to join me here in about 10 minutes. We're going to talk about Kebble Midland and George Washington. That's going to be our game tonight. Chris will have the call. That can be heard on our sister station. That is 97.9 The River. So if you're looking for the game tonight on the radio dial, 97.9 The River. So Chris comes in the next few minutes. We'll talk to him about the game. We'll also debut the Drive Power 5. What is the Drive Power 5? What are you talking about, Paul? Well, it's real simple. Every week, we're going to rate or rank the five best teams in the tri-state. Now, this isn't state of West Virginia only. This isn't Ohio and Kentucky, the states. This is our region, which has parts of West Virginia, Ohio, and Kentucky. Our rate, Our region. So we're keeping it local. It's like our it's our area power five. So it's the drive power five, and that comes out here in a few minutes. I'll discuss that with Chris Tatum. There's an almost unanimous number one in the region. The votes were almost all uniform. We have one outlier. We have one outlier among our voting core. And we'll talk about that. So the Drive Power 5 comes up here in the next few minutes. And that's something we're going to do every week. We're going to rank the teams every week, 5 through 1. Also, next week, hopefully, we can do something a little bit more as far as recognition of area high school football players with our Player of the Week. And again, right now, this is just recognition. Hopefully, it'll grow into something a little bit more, but that's something we want to do. I want to, I want to do. I want to recognize more than I've had in a while. I want to recognize these kids. And one way to do that is to make sure that we have a player of the week. And so that's where you come in. I'm going to start asking you to throw some submissions in. Give me an idea. Like, hey, Paul, did you see this? Did you see this performance? Did you hear about this performance? And we'll sit down as a group and figure out who's the player of the week, who's the kid that had the best performance, and we'll have that every week. So we're doing the Power Five today on Thursday only because we've got Cabell Middling coming up, and – We'll talk to Chris here in the next few minutes. Uh, the other thing that we're going to talk about later, but I'm going to acknowledge it now because, well, it's the story, but really, is it the story? So this morning, and kudos to my guy, Luke Creasy, for talking to Coach Huff and, and getting that info. Henry Columbia named the new starting quarterback. And according to Luke, when he spoke with Coach Huff, 
The head man said that Cam Fancher has improved. He's improved, but they're going with experience. So they're going to go with an experienced quarterback, and I think that's a good move. That's another reason why you bring Henry Columbia into the situation to begin with, because he's a guy with experience. He's going to be able to give you some veteran leadership, and as a result, if it works out, he will be able to help that quarterback room. See where I'm going with that? So we'll talk about all of that later on in the program because coming up in the next few minutes, we're going to talk about Huntington High, Spring Valley, Cabell Midland, maybe Raceland. I'm dropping hints here to you. The Power Five is coming up. So that is going to be something we talk about also. Uh, Soccer action in Huntington. The women right now are leading. This is after one. Women are leading Moorhead State one to nothing, or as uh, my friend Jake Griffith, her vision would say, one nil. So one nil right now. The women are leading Moorhead State. And then later tonight, you're going to have the men in action opening up the season against the VCU Rams. So that's coming up tonight at 7.15 p.m. These are individually ticketed events, so you don't have to have a ticket to both. If you want to go to the men's game only, you'll get a men's ticket and you'll be fine. So you're good. That's coming up tonight, 7-15. And if you're going to that game, you want to keep an ear on, say, Cabell Midland. Again, you can do two things at once. Just take your radio with you. You can listen to the Cabell Midland game, and Chris Tatum's going to have that for you. That's coming up on a sister station again 97.9 The River. So we'll keep an eye on soccer. We will keep an eye on what's happening with the second half of the Marshall game against Moorhead State. Uh, one other note, Marshall volleyball team. We'll hear a little bit from Ari Agnes tomorrow. The volleyball team beginning its season. It's got the Marshall Invitational Friday and Sunday at the Cam Henderson Center. You've got Evansville and Wright also participating right state south carolina state was unable to participate that was a team that was going to be part of this so now marshall's going to face evansville at 6 p.m on friday evening right state at noon on saturday and face evansville again at 6 p.m on saturday night the only neutral game for the event will be evansville versus right state not a bad series not a bad series, and um, I apologize. It was Friday and Saturday at the Cam Anderson Center, Friday and Saturday, not uh, Friday and Sunday, as uh, I just said. So I just want to correct that. Before you you show up on Sunday, where, where's Ari? Where's Coach Agnes? Well, um, she's, she's done. She's done for the day. Let's take our first break. Let's get into what we really want to talk about, and that is me – and Chris Tatum back on the radio once again. That's coming up when we continue with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You know, today feels a little off because tomorrow is the proper start of high school football in the state of West Virginia. But 
think of this as maybe a practice run, maybe a dry run to the rest of the season. So I can't think of a better guy to kick things off than with Chris Tatum. He is going to be calling the game tonight between Cabell Midland and George Washington. Chris, uh, welcome. It's uh, good to start things off with you. Uh, I feel a little rusty. I just want to go ahead and say that now and own that because we haven't done this in a while. I, I don't know if, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I remember how to do this. It's, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. It's been, it's been a very long minute. So uh, we'll knock the rust off tonight and, and uh, try to muddle through this. How, how about that? That sounds like a plan for me. All right. Uh, while Chris is here, uh, let's uh, debut the – by the way, Chris voted, so blame him. He's a voter on this thing. Uh, the start of the Drive Power 5, that is now out. That is available now to people like you to talk about on your broadcast tonight. And starting at number five is the Raceland Rams. Uh, good job by Raceland last week. Uh, did you see their score last week against Ashland? I did, and, and you know, they're, they're being talked about heavily, and that's, that's one of the reasons they made the top five for sure. So top five appearance from the Raceland Rams. Uh, Spring Valley, believe it or not, is fourth in the poll. They um, – and they're separated by two points because Ironton is number three in this week's Drive Power Five. They received one first place vote. There is an outlier. Yeah, there. I was going to say let's let's talk about let's talk about why that separation is what it is. And and all with all due respect to Ironton, very story program, very respected program, but. The first place vote is why that separation is the way it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, but you know what? The It could be right and the rest of us could be wrong. I don't know. That's true. True. So, so Ironton got one first place vote, and Cabell Midland comes in at number two. They they are second in the drive power five. So yeah, it's almost chalk with at least the West Virginia teams, the way they're stacked up in our region. And then the number one team, no surprise to anyone, is Huntington. They received uh, five of the six first-place votes. Uh, two people uh, did not return to me their ballots, so they are on double-secret probation this week, Chris. You are not As among those people. Be. As they should be. Yeah. I, I'm not going to name them this week. I'm going to give them a week, and then I'm going to call them out. I'm, I don't know if we're going to – I don't know if we're going to reveal our votes like, like AP voters should, but uh, Wheelersburg got one, one vote in someone's – poll so maybe maybe they maybe wheelersburg's better than what our power rankings say uh, they're always pretty good so there well, you go that's the drive power five well, you, we talked about that a little bit and I, I even told you this when we were talking about it like i felt like that was a little reach for what we we're doing rankings on based on tri-state teams so i'll give if we're going to go that far to wheelersburg i would i would also give johnson central an honorable mention okay Johnson Central honorable mention. I, I can I will I will allow that. Acknowledge that. Um, I was just going to just pick five teams, and it would be my rankings, and everyone else can just argue with me because you know what I say goes. But no, we're actually going to try to make sure that a lot of people will have some input on this. But this is uh, the start of hopefully something that goes for years on this show at least. Give some some teams a little bit more recognition, and that's your drive power five. Huntington, Cabell Midland, Ironton, Spring Valley, and Raceland. And tonight, the number two team in the drive power five rankings, that's the other thing I like, the cool way we can talk about that, is uh, taking on George Washington tonight. Uh, Chris, uh, you 
You obviously have seen Midland for a few years now. Uh, this was a team last year that held George Washington to minus one rushing yard on 13 carries last season. Are we going to see anything close to that this game? Well, you know, you know, as you as you look up and down the roster and and look at what happened last year, and you think back to that game, you had three guys who just went off on George Washington. Those guys aren't here anymore: Jackson Petty, Mason Moran, Chandler Schmidt. Three three hundred plus yards, thirty five to seven final last year. But those guys aren't here anymore. So you got to think, oh man, where does that leave Cabell Midland? People talk about rebuilding years. I'll just be honest. Look, and knowing what I know, what I know, and what I've seen, this is just a reload for Cabell Midland and Luke Stammen. Uh, You know, you've got uh, guys with offers abound. I mean, you got Curtis Jones Jr. transfer who has a scholarship offer from Marshall. Z, uh, uh, little brother Z Roberts, uh, the brother of JJ and Nemo Roberts, who both went on to play at the next level, Wake Forest, Fairmont State, respectively. And then you know, everybody's been talking about Ray Ray Ray, Ray Williams and his. Uh, speed up and down the field. He's a kid who, who can break a long run at any time. So, like I said, it's a reload. I think Cabell Midland, the, the questions have been out there. I think Cabell Midland's going to answer a lot of questions on the positive side for themselves. I feel like they're going to surprise some people that may ha- have had their doubts uh, early on. Chris Tatum's with me. He's going to have the call tonight of Cabell Midland at George Washington. So I know you've already made notation, but I'm going to tell you right now, I, I have a secret source as far as prepping for some of this stuff. And yep. I know that you've highlighted on the roster. If you haven't, get your highlighter out ready to go. Um, there will be a few players that I'm sure a lot of Thundering Herd fans will be keeping an eye on. And that will be Curtis Jones, Julian Grace, Kylan Grace, we have some legacy players here, some sons Absolutely. of former Without Marshall players. Yeah, so highlight those names on your roster, your program, when you go in to watch this one tonight. Programs are what? They're bucks still, right? You know, you can get well, them. yeah, and let's not leave out – let's not leave out Brian Wolf as a quarterback. He was a 1,000-yard rusher last season as well. So he's, he's definitely going to be a factor, not to say that – they're they're going to do their ground pound game, but this is a versatile team that Luke Stammons is 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 uh, feeling pretty good about, and they feel good about themselves. So, I think it's I think it's going to be like I said, they're going to surprise some people. The, the naysayers, if you will. The one thing that I'm excited for tonight is I'm hoping we get plenty of opportunities for the kicking game, and that's because she's outstanding so far. Uh, Midland kicker. Olivia Charles, she is an actual D1 prospect in soccer. She scored six goals against South Charleston earlier this week. She's got a soccer game tonight, and um, her sister, Emily, played soccer at WVU. But I'll tell you right now, we're going to see more and more of those crossover athletes, I think, especially on special teams uh, when those opportunities uh, come up. Uh, she's going to be fun this year, I hope. She's in the record books, pal. I mean, her her body of work speaks for itself. And uh, you know, this this team is loaded with kids who have offers at the next level. They're going to be fun to watch this year. Yeah. Speaking of offers, speaking of offers, you've got uh, Lath Gananem. I'm killing that name, but that's okay. 
that's fine. You 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 have your you have your pronunciation chart right in front of you, Chris. You won't butcher this at all in your broadcast. Uh, he's committed to Virginia Tech, but uh, Sean Rouse committed to Marshall, and um, you've got some other guys. Uh, Michael, Michael, Lund- Michael he, Lunsford too to Marshall. Yeah, he's got an offer as well. So Lunsford is a lineman. We're gonna all gonna keep an eye on. I think we're seeing more and more. Either the talent level is getting better at especially the bigger schools in the tri-state, or we're finally discovering the talent can play at Division One level football programs. I think it's one of the two or a combination of both. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's a combination of both. And, and you know, for part of me said some, some, some of those athletes have been there all along, but, like, now I think you see you see them developing – at earlier ages, which allows you to really build their skill set for a longer period of time. Once they hit high school, junior high levels, you know they're they're ready to play. So I think that speaks a lot. I think that speaks volumes for programs that feed into that school too. So I think it's a combination of both, though, for sure. Cabell Midland, always a contender, and the state playoffs, always a contender. What's the expectation? Is it wheeling or bust again for this team? Is it something? If Wheeling is in the cards, that's going to be added and a bonus for this team. You know, where's the expectation? Where's the reality right now? No, I, I think I think they're I think they're the, their thought process right now is they can get there. You know, they they want to be this as Luke Salmon said earlier this week. Uh, they want to be perfect, and you know, perfect practice makes perfect performance. And like I said, there's they're they've reloaded in a, in a lot of ways, and some of these kids that played last year. That are now seniors and, and upperclassmen have really developed in the off season, and, and I think people are going to see that. So I, I think I think they fully they're they're going out tonight, and that's their goal to get there. And I think they believe they're going to be there. Chris Tedman's with me. He's got the game tonight. It's Capital Midland at George Washington, and don't forget. Um, you get play nice in the press box tonight because my good friend uh, Adam Rogers will be in the press box there over there tonight as well. I I heard he he would be making an appearance. I'm not seeing him in a while, so I'm I'm glad to be uh, catching up with him this evening. Yeah, be nice to him. You know, everybody else you can be mean to, you can be rude to, but not him. If anybody, I I couldn't say it better myself, but I. I don't have it in my blood to be mean to somebody. Plus, so. I think he can take us both, so I'm not uh, I'm not. Calling <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's Agreed. the other thing. I think he can take us both, so let's just not take him off here. But, yeah, how's it feel Thursday night? A Cabell Midland game on a Thursday night. This, I guess it's cool, but it feels so wrong to me right now. I, I'm still processing this, and I know we've done Thursday night games for a while in West Virginia to kick things off. It just feels so wrong to me. I'm I'm not even in that mode just yet. I had to jump start just to get into high school football game night mode tonight just to talk about this one. It's a it's a little different, of course. You know, I've been combing through stuff for a little bit, but like this afternoon, it really kind of hit me. Like, hey man, it's Thursday. You got a game tonight. So even though I've been kind of reading up and 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 making some notes on paper. I still wasn't ready, and it, like I said, it hit me this afternoon. It's a, it is an odd feeling, I'll say that. Very strange, but everything gets back into uh, at least some semblance of of order here in the next uh, few days. Uh, as um, this is a big one, though. This, I mean, I think everyone. It feels like every home opener and every road opener is a big one. 
it doesn't feel like there's really that throwaway game to start the season. Like week one, you're going to find out real quick where you're at. Well, and especially with Midland having nine games on their schedule, they want to come out and, and prove a point early because they don't have a 10th game on their schedule. So every game is certainly important, but the opening game, you know, there's always pre first game jitters and, you know, the, the first week is not, you know, I think Luke Sam is the one who, who made the quote what I read earlier this week. You're not gonna you're not gonna come out and be at the level you want to be in the first game. They know that, but they also are gonna come out playing hard because they they want to prove themselves. They want to be perfect and they want to they want to end that ninth game knowing they're going they're moving on and the goal being wheeling. And again, I think their attitude tells you that they fully expect to be there. My guest is Chris Tatum. He's going to have the call tonight. We've got it for you on our sister station, 97.9 The River. This is a, a great opportunity for you tonight to, to get a, a feel for what the Cabell Midland Knights are going to be all about on a Thursday night as uh, we get used to the fact that we've got football's back. They're playing soccer now down the street at Marshall, so soccer's back. High school football's back, and in a short week we've got college and pros coming up. This is really sort of almost the kickoff to it all, at least locally for us. You know, I know last week Ohio and Kentucky got underway, but it feels a little bit more real now that we've got all three states going into it. And, hey, you've got a big one tonight. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be listening to this one. Cabell Midland at George Washington. It's not as if these two teams are – they. what is the temperature, you think, right now of this rivalry, these matchups between Cabell Midland and George Washington? Well, it's it's certainly not a, a a situation where they're staring down the barrel of uh, Huntington High or Spring Valley, but you know they're very familiar with one another. Uh, Steve Edwards, the, the Edwards family, has been around the GW program for a long time. They're always very sound, like as far as uh, the logistical planning of their ball games go. They have a very methodical way of planning their ball games and preparing their players. They're always well prepared. Uh, so you know, I think I think it's a mutual respect, not as big as a rivalry as the cross. You know, the, the very short drives that you make when you're looking at Spring Valley or for Huntington High, but certainly a game that that uh, is important to them as they all are. But I think GW holds a little little higher in the in terms of the rivalry than some of the other teams on the schedule, just because. It's always a team you you kind of circle because Cabell Midland's going to play them tonight. Huntington High's got them on the 16th. Spring yep. Valley's got to wait until October 21st to get them. But that's always one of those you highlight a little bit just to, to give George Washington a, a little respect because they've got a little swagger to them. I mean, George Washington well, is one of those teams that has a little swagger to them. So you, you kind of get that when you play them, what that really is about. Well, and it, and it comes from the top down. You know, you've got really, like I said, uh, coach Edwards is a great coach. Been around the game a long time. Uh, it's pedigree to their family, so it's a long history, and and uh, they are well respected amongst the uh, coaching circle, and and always have a team that is is to be respected because they, you know, they've all had their up and down. They've had their up and down years here, but again, it's a it's a team that can come out of nowhere because they do such a good job of prepping their players. 
My guest, Chris Tatum. He's going to have the game tonight. You're going to be, again, on our sister station, 97.9 The River. I think you just want to do Thursday night so you can come down to 9th Street Live on Friday. I think you just don't want to. You know what? That's, that's your goal. That was your goal all along. You made this happen. Well, if that were the case, we'd we'd be having a lot of Thursday night games. I'm gonna have to talk to I'm gonna have to talk to uh, Parsons and Salmons about that. So I'm gonna get off here now. Okay. Go see if I can get next week moved to Thursday, and we'll you know we'll talk after. I like that. That's that's polite for saying I'm done. I'm leaving the program now, Paul. Thanks for having me, but I'm done. Uh, that's that is that was excellent, Chris. You did a fantastic job there. Oh, I thought you were done with me. I'm not done with you. I mean, we will take oh. a break in a minute. I'm not done with you, man. You're Chris right. Tatum. You're my friend. You know, I, well, I haven't I talked. I haven't talked to you in a while. It's. Uh, I mean, as long as we have something interesting to talk about for the listeners, yeah, we can do this for a couple more minutes. It, once it gets boring, though, you know, we're cutting. We're cutting loose. We're we're done. This. All right. Yeah. So keep it keep it entertaining here for for Cabell Midland and uh, George Washington. But yeah, you alluded to the schedule earlier. You know, road early, home late. Uh, this is a strange schedule. I guess it's good. I mean, yeah, you know where you're going to well, be here in a few, uh, yeah, a few weeks. You're going to be home a lot. For me, in 20 plus years, and having three games on the road that are no further than GW Capital South Charleston, so you're not driving that far. Nope. And then every game after that is at home. This is a dream schedule. Seriously, like for even for Capital Midland, are going. We're playing six in a row at home. And I'm and for me, I'm going. That shortens my drive time, and it, you know that for, it is a huge convenience, and I'm thankful for it. But you're right; it is a strange schedule. Never, I've never run across this in 20 plus years, but I'm I'm thankful for it. I'll say that. Yeah, and you have at home Parkersburg, Spring Valley, Hurricane, Huntington, and Riverside. I mean, that's like. If you're if you're gonna have home games, you might as well get the big boys on the schedule at home. That's it. Like I said, it's a it it is as far as big games go, they're playing you know their biggest ones on their own turf and and having that many in a row on your on your home turf and they get some momentum. Those stands are those if they prove their point early, those stands are going to be full and there's going to be a lot of big games at on at the castle this season. Chris Tatum. Game coming up tonight. It's on our sister station, 97.9 The River. You can stream that on our website. Uh, 97.9 The River is the website, but you can also get our streaming app and listen to it that way. But, of course, the old-fashioned way works, too, the radio, 97.9 The River. Have fun tonight. Have a uh, have a good time. Give, uh, give everyone my best. Uh, be nice to Adam Rogers. He's going to be lurking around in the press box up there. Be nice to him. You've got my word, my friend. All right. I, I'm going to hold you to that. That's Chris Tatum. We're going to update you on what's happening with Marshall Women's Soccer. Thundering Herd taking on Moorhead State. We've got that. We've got text coming up. We'll do that coming up next. The text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I'm your host, Paul Swan. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line is open, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter writes in, 
Travel West Virginia, Kentucky, Ohio in my working days. High school football, always great conversation. Thumbs up, Paul. Texter also writes in, uh, GW, referring to George Washington, is uppity on their own hill. Bunch of rich kids, but they can ball. Yeah, they can play football. They're pretty good there. I don't know. Are the GW – is GW uppity here? Are we are we going to get into that? Are we going there already? It's not even game one, and we're, we're calling GW uppity. They can play football, but they're they a bunch of rich kids. Are we doing that? Are we doing that? Text line 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's the text line to be a part of the program today. I'm not going to say all that. I'm not going to call them uppity. They can play football, though. Those kids can play football. Uh, we got an update for Marshall women's soccer. Uh, we're at the 70-minute mark, and Marshall leading Moorhead State 2 to nothing. or as my soccer friends would keep telling me, it's nil, Paul. It's nil. So 2-0 right now, the Marshall women leading Moorhead State. Later on tonight, the men will be in action against VCU. And then tomorrow night, we've got volleyball and Saturday as well at the Cam Henderson Center. Thundering Herd, about a week and so out from actually playing football. Our, our big story today was Henry Columbia. He's going to be the starting quarterback this season. Cam Fancher is getting a lot of praise, but at the end of the day, the experience winning out I also told you this. I think I did weeks ago and days ago. I think if you go back, you're going to hear me say, there's no way, there's no way that Henry Columbi was not going to be the starting quarterback at Marshall University. Unless Coach just wanted to throw it up and prove me wrong, it wasn't going to happen, and he wasn't going to do that. It's going to be Henry. Now, how long he keeps the job is going to be up to him. That's a different story. How long he keeps the job will be completely up to him, how he performs, how Cam Fancher performs, backing him up, and what Coach Huff ultimately sees. So Coach will have the ultimate decision, but right now uh, it is Henry Columbia's job, and he can do two things. He can keep it or he can lose it. We'll find out. Hopefully, he's going to keep it and do well for the Thundering Herd. Now, yesterday, I told you about some of my adventures. Now, I didn't actually just get out of my vehicle because I was driving to and from. I went by Marshall yesterday in the morning, and I saw the tarps up in the end zones. So they're up now. And that's going to, I think, create a different atmosphere at the stadium because now – you're going to not have as many empty seats. And some of you either personally messaging me or on Twitter, some of you were like, well, what are we doing here? So we'll talk about that. Do you think the tarps are a good idea? 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Do you think the tarps are a good idea? Or do you think that you're cutting your capacity your available seating the stadium capacity is what the stadium capacity is but your availability you're cutting your availability is that a good idea is that a good look we're going to get into all those things about 
Marshall's end zone. I was over by the stadium yesterday evening as well, and they're doing some other things around the stadium. I don't know if this has got a lot of attention, but the fencing, it looks like it's gotten a little bit of TLC. So the fencing around the stadium, yeah, I don't know what the inside is going to look like, but the outside, those were covered also with tarps. Yeah, each section of the chain link fence covered with tarps. And I know the end zone fencing, and this is facing the outside of the stadium, it was getting covered as well. You know, I don't know if anyone's picked up on that, but there are some things happening at the stadium. So we'll talk about the tarps and if it's the right thing to do for seating. And you can join me as well. Text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Or you can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. More coming up. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's our final segment of today's edition of The Drive at ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. As we do every single time, there's a contest featuring Marshall. And the show's live. We keep an eye on what is happening with the Thundering Herd. Right now, about the 78 mark. 78 minutes in. Marshall is leading Moorhead State 2-0. This is the women's game. The men's coming up later on tonight. That's going to be about 7-15. That's going to feature number 14, Marshall and VCU, the Rams and your Thundering Herd tonight. 7-15 at Hoops Family Field. Should be a fun one to get things started for Chris Grassy and his squad. And I think the women are going to get their first win. Last two contests, they have they have tied, they've been a draw, so they haven't been beaten yet, but they haven't won either. So this will be good to get the first win of the season for the Thundering Herd. Hopefully they can hang on and nothing crazy goes on here as the game is progressing. High school football tonight, Campbell Midland taking on George Washington. That's going to be on our sister station, 97.9 The River. And don't forget... We've got Huntington High and Spring Valley. That's coming up tomorrow. We've got dual coverage of that because on our sister station, 92.7 and 98.5 The Planet, we've got my friend and my my good pal, Matt Perry. Matt Perry will be calling the Spring Valley side of this. And then coming up on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930, it's going to be the Huntington High side of this and... That will feature Christian Palmer and Woody Woodrum. So whatever your allegiance might be, we've got you covered. That's going to be the big one. That's coming up tomorrow here. Yeah, I like Matt. Matt's my friend, but you know, don't listen to Matt. Listen to listen to our feed. Listen to here in ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Nothing against Matt. I like Matt. Matt's a good guy. Just, you know, I'm I'm gonna play favorites. As I was told one time, I, I play favorites with Huntington High. I mean, obviously, I, I since we carry their games, yes, I do. I do play favorites with the team 
that we carry on our radio station. So, yes, I do play favorites a little bit. But, no, I want all teams to do well in the Tri-State except, um, well, except when it costs me a chance for my team on the radio station to win a state championship. So that that's the line right there. I'm being selfish. You know if Huntington doesn't win it, Cabell, Midland, or Spring Valley, those are, those are my other teams. Again, allegiance here. Allegiance to the three teams here to do well for the radio side, business side. You get where I'm saying? We want them to do well. Anyway, uh, all kidding aside, uh, no, we've got a great one t- coming up tomorrow. And, you know, you've got an opportunity to tune in to either Matt on 92.7, The Planet, or you can tune in to our broadcast here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. It's also going to be our video game of the week. It's our Kindred Digital Game of the Week. And we will have that on our Facebook page. So now's a good time to go ahead and start following on Facebook once again. If you haven't already, you can follow us on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I believe that is the easiest way to get to our Facebook page. So you can do a search for ESPN 94.1 Huntington. That will be your opportunity to follow along and get the game. If you want to watch the video side of it, if you can't, you can listen to it on the radio. And while you're listening to the game on the radio, uh, don't forget, if you need to maybe stream it, we stream that at WRBC.com. So we got several ways for you tomorrow. I feel like I'm see, I'm getting into practice for tomorrow because uh, tomorrow my job will be just be hyping up everything. And uh, we've got one game to hype up tomorrow. Usually we'd have three, but we've got Cabell Midland in action Tonight, we have Huntington High and Spring Valley tomorrow playing each other, so I've got one game really to hype up of the three. So, you know, I'm trying to just make sure everybody – it's for the brand. Everything's for the brand. A texter writes in, Huntington High has a hill they call a mountain. Think Spring Valley will call it a hill, not a mountain? That's a good question. That will be asked tomorrow. Will Spring Valley call it a hill and not a mountain? The Highlander Mountain Top, as they call it. I don't, but as they do. So it's not it's not for me to say that they're wrong. I'm not calling it the Highlander Mountain Top. Maybe I should, but I'm not. I'm not doing it. I mean, I just say I just say on the hill at Huntington High. So I'm probably gonna hear about that tomorrow. So thanks. Thanks for putting me in that spot. Now now you know. All right? It's on the hill at Huntington High. It's up on the hill. Up on the mountain. I'm going to hear about this tomorrow for sure. Billy Seals is going to have words with me. That's okay. Uh, that's uh, our game tomorrow. Up on the mountaintop. Up on Highlander Mountaintop. The hill between Huntington and Spring Valley. Uh, we will talk to Christian tomorrow about the game. So Christian should be joining us tomorrow to give us a preview one last time of Huntington High and Spring Valley. Uh, should be a good one. I'm excited. It'll be an opportunity to see early where some of the best teams in the Tri-State are. And right away we're going to find out if uh, Huntington High is the best team in the Tri-State, or at least according to our power rankings, Huntington High the number one team. How 
do you feel about the power rankings, the drive power five? Raceland's fifth, Spring Valley fourth, Ironton number three, Cabell Midland number two, and Huntington number one. That's our power rankings. We'll do that every week. But Huntington High could fall out real quick if Spring Valley gets that win. Spring Valley could shoot up to maybe one or two. Cabell Midland could slide right in there. Whatever's going to happen here. Ironton, that's a team that we're going to keep an eye on as well, and we're going to definitely keep an eye on Raceland. So we've got some interesting teams to start off our Power 5 rankings, and we do that every week. We'll do it a little early next week because uh, this is just to kick it off here for the first week, but uh, we'll have those for you early next week. I think we're going to do that every Tuesday, either Monday or Tuesday, but we'll do it at least one of those two days. And then next week, if we can pull it off, we've got the player of the week as well. And, again, this is just a way to give some kids a little recognition, you know, solely on performance. There's uh, an opportunity for us to to talk about some of these kids and what they're doing, and I think we're going to take it. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you had some fun today with me. If not, we'll do it better tomorrow. We've got high school football coming up tonight on our sister station, 97.9 The River. Chris Tatum's got the call. It's going to be Cabell Midland at George Washington. I hope you enjoyed that game and come back with me tomorrow, and we'll talk more high school football and get you one week closer to the start of Marshall. Good night, everyone. Your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.